Hi, everyone. Welcome to Polidius. It's Sunday, December 22nd. I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm here with the mildly informed equal opportunity offenders, Shira and Dan, to discuss U.S. politics with facts left unchecked and much to be desired. We are live in our studio in Studio City, California. So let's get started. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Shira. Hi, Dan. Hi, Kevin. Hi, everyone. That's enough. Dan and I went to a holiday party this evening. Without me. Yeah, without you. You were not invited. There was a reason you were not invited, and we're going to get into that in a second, by the way. It was because I had my own party. There was another reason. Because I'm too smart and beautiful and fabulous. Either you asked the host of this party to try out their mattress or the host. No. Oh, that woman. (laughs) She asked to lie on my bed. And you said no. No, I didn't say no. I said she could, but then she became difficult or something. And then I saw her when I was on a date once at the Roosevelt Hotel and she was super chatty with me. Well, apparently there's a rift there still. And I felt really bad about inviting you to this party. She said something to you? I just know that it hovers. She doesn't forget. She's got. She's the one who was the weird one. It wasn't me. I told her she could come over, but I think she made it. I think she got too involved with asking. Asking if she could come over and lie down on your mattress. Yeah, but I don't think I ever said no. I'm the one who had the mattress. This is many years ago, right? This is like six years ago. You were trying to sell the mattress? No, she wanted to buy this kind of mattress. And I said, come. So why do you two hate each other still? I don't hate each other. She never (laughs) came over. Did you? I don't remember the whole thing, but she asked if she could come over. And I think I said yes. And then... It became more, and then I—I I don't remember, but I don't actually remember there being any weirdness. Hey, was that crazy that woman? Um, they're the one who I became friends with. I'm pretty sure she's a chronic liar, or this stuff is really crazy. But the la- I stopped talking to her when the last time she called me hysterically crying and said that she shot an intruder in her house and that was dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> None of this, not even your stupid fucking party gets to be in this. Yeah, it does. No. Yeah, who's editing? We had latkes with applesauce. I want to start. So this past Saturday, there was a massive Bernie Sanders rally in Venice Beach, California, which I attended. Uh, Alex- alone. Alone. Well, I met friends, and then I went to the protest alone, but I always meet friends there. Uh, AOC was there. Is she one of your friends? AOC? Yeah. She is now. So I, it was an incredible rally, 14,000 people in attendance. I was right against the railing. So after the speeches, I shook hands with Bernie <gasps> and AOC. Wow. And it was amazing. And I shook hands with Bernie's wife and his sons. And I gave one of his Bernie sons. Bernie doesn't have any sons, so we know you're lying. He has two sons and two daughters. My sons are came today, but my daughters were not able to make it. That's no, what he said. I guess it's his stepkids. Maybe. it was Because like, he doesn't have any children. He's been married four times. Has he? No. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I think he might be an amazing stepdad, but he doesn't have any children that are his by his penis. Are you sure about Google. this? I'll, we'll look that up. No, but he has up. kids through other guys' penises. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I gave one of his sons one of my buttons. <gasps> I designed a button for a friend who was one of Bernie's photographers who gave the button to AOC when he photographed a portrait of her. <gasps> so there's a portrait of AOC Your work. with one of my buttons. You're so. like Michelangelo. Yeah, it was a very exciting... It was incredible to see Bernie and AOC speak and to be part of that energy. Question. Yes. Does Bernie have dry hands? Are they chafed? I didn't notice anything. They were, were they wet? They were damp? beautiful hands. Oh. They were the perfect moisture. Oh, that's great. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. And what did he say to you? I just said, thank you, Bernie. And did he say, you're welcome, Dan? He, I don't know what he said. You know, I had... I so You blacked out a little bit because y- you were so excited. Yeah, exactly. But when AOC... So when AOC won, I sent her a gift pack of a bunch of my buttons. And she had to return them because of congressional gift 
gifting laws. Even though it was under a certain amount? She, if it's over $10, they're not allowed to accept it. Or, or she something. just didn't like them. Yeah. Had they were over $10? I probably sent her 10 buttons. So they, they don't know the value of buttons. So they're just like, well, there's a lot of buttons. Maybe it's over $10. But anyway, as I was shaking her head, I said, I was the one who sent you all those buttons that you had to return. And she said, oh, I'm so sorry. What does she look like up close? She's just, she is so real. Like, I looked into her eyes, and she was just happy to be there. Every word that came out of her mouth. Would you date her? Yeah, she she already has, like, she has got, like, a hipster boyfriend who's just twice as hipster as me. He's got a bigger beard. I can't compete with that. Your beard is bigger, and you're wearing a Frosty the Snowman or Frosty the Snow Woman with a Jewish yeah, it's Frosty. There's a Hasidic. Hasidic Jew Snowman. So it was cool. It was a great rally. It looked like it took a long time for them to come up. Oh, How many bands did you have to listen to? Yeah, so there are three bands. The only band I knew was Young the Giant, which I love. They're like an L.A. native band, alternative indie rock. They have that song, My Body, and Cough Syrup. One more drop of cough syrup now, yeah. What were the other two bands? One of them... Wait, who sings that song? Young the Giant. Let's keep it that way. (laughs) Ouch. I don't remember the other two. They were just like local bands or something. Was it annoying to have to listen to the bands waiting? Like, did you feel like you were at a Lauryn Hill concert where you're waiting forever (laughs) and then finally they come on or was it fine? So obviously I wish that I could just get there and that AOC would speak and then Bernie would speak. But the buildup is nice. It's like a crescendo. So you have all these, the bands and then the speakers working their way up. Cornell West. Cornell West. I spoke. love Cornell yeah, West. Yeah, he was great. So he was on right before AOC. Then AOC spoke. So you couldn't really make a cameo at noon. You had to like. So doors opened at ten thirty. I got in there at eleven, and I somehow worked my way up to the rail. And it was supposed to be twelve to two. Bernie got on at two thirty. Wow, it was like a Lauren Hill show. Uh, yeah, I don't. I've never been to Lauren Hill. Yeah, but it's legendary how late she makes people oh, long. Really? Sh- she makes people I late. Know. There's this Kanye West lyric I really like. I've been feeling uninspired since Lauren Hill retired. Great. Um, rumor has it also that Kamala was there. Nobody made that apparent. Nobody mentioned. Oh, that. then she. Apparently, she's showing up at Bernie events and has endorsed him. I did not know Which that. Which I would assume is putting herself in a position to possibly be a VP select. I feel like I would have known if it would... So, yeah. I Somebody I was speaking with at the party I was at had mentioned that she was somewhere and endorsed Bernie. And we discussed that we thought that was probably likely a strategy for her to possibly be chosen as a VP. I think Stacey Abrams. It sounds like hearsay, though. Where did you hear this? This the, is this is fifth, a, fifth at, party. Oh, at a party in Silver Lake. Yeah, but you're saying that some rando voiceover actor at a party that you went to, Said you she, broke into? So it must be true. To? I read it on the internet, so it's... I yeah, I read it on Wikipedia, Wikipedia Michael yeah, Scott. Me too. Me too. But I do want to say that you're saying that if she endorsed him, that's setting her up to be a VP. I think Bernie is the last person that will do favors like that. I think Bernie... Is, I agree. I think, I think it's Stacey Abrams if he if, if he's wants to be totally sexy. It might not be the smartest move. So what did you hear, Dan, at this rally that you did not like? Because I watched a lot of it on YouTube, and I'm glad I was not there because, you know, I'm a little bit more impatient maybe a little bit more conservative than I, the two I would of you say or moderate and i didn't like a lot of what i heard i would say you're more independent kevin you don't you don't fall into line with the democrats or the progressives or the republicans you you have you know that's a kind way of putting it kevin just doesn't want to go to venice beach 
<laughs> he just doesn't want to make the, the, the drive. The commute. Yeah. Right. But what did you hear that you did not agree with? And you said, no, I don't, I, I turned my headset off. Nothing I disagreed with. I mean, he talks about issues that I don't know enough to have formed an opinion or I haven't thought about enough. Such as? Uh, like national rent control. Or did you see a sign that somebody was carrying that was provocative and, uh, and memorable enough to be like, whoa, they took it too far? With regards to the signs... I, I have the good question. I spent many hours <laughs> making an amazing sign, being the graphic designer that I am. And when I got in there, they confiscated all signs and said no outside signs no outside food no outside drink that was bernie doing that well oh. not bernie but the event organizers and who were they no i don't know so i had to put my sign down but i got a nice bernie sign out of it and i held that up wow i wonder yeah. why they didn't allow free communication free I, speech they gave everyone you either had a white or a blue sign and i think they want the crowd to all be this that's you know, so dictatorial though that's mm-hmm. like it's popular that's like castro's fahrenheit, cuba fahrenheit 451 it, wow, it, it's that's populist. A that's you just gave Kevin what he was looking for: ammunition to be anti-Bernie. There it is. I mean, Bernie is the progressive Trump. They're both populist. You're demonizing Bernie. The media keeps trying to make him out to be this socialist communist, and he's really just—he's just for the people. He's I, awesome in that way. He's not some radical. It's y- just the media that's doing it. Now you've contributed to it. I'm not demonizing him. I'm saying he's a populist. He's an idealist. When you have drone footage looking down, it and, looks good. It, well, this and is- you see fourteen thousand people with blue and white Bernie signs. It looks amazing, and it's a—it's a, it's but a it's unifying. Coordinated, mess- and it's not consent. It's it's <laughs> no one made me hold the sign, but it's it is the antithesis of what Bernie's supposed to be about, which is we're all individuals and we're all we're all immigrants and we're all different. They but should, here, well, hold this blue and I white sh- sign. They should have allowed your sign and then given you another one and said, hey, we want to do a big drone shot. Part of what Bernie stands for is this mishmash of different images and different people and it should be different signs it should be and i don't know the complete reasons like it could be a security reason my sign had this wooden pole on it what did you draw so on one side it said bernie can't be bought and on the other side it said bernie not for sale it was an amazing sign it would have been the best sign there and then tell shira what happened to it so there was this pile of signs that you had to put it in and on the way out, I walked by that pile and looked through all of them. And of course, mine was gone. So someone had probably taken it. Yeah. But anyway, I don't care. Someone else now has an amazing Bernie sign. And they'll use it to help spread the message. But you were a sheep in this. That's the part that's uncomfortable. I want to know why I have not gotten an invite to Pete's wine party. Wine cellar. Yeah. Wine. The I crystal know, wine cellar. I want, I wine want cave. To, I want to know why the wine cave has not been extended to me. Because you are not a high roller. You're, so, not, you're not a billionaire, Kevin. We had talked about McKinsey. We had talked about all of his clients in the past. We've, we've kind of railed Pete just a little bit here and there. Because but, he's a corporate sellout. Okay, so I want to hear where we are on that now. I'm still on he's a corporate sellout, and he's going to be called... I heard Pete Butt on SNL last yeah. night, uh, and I also that's so re- dumb. But it's it's just because it's so dumb, you kind of want to take it on. I, like it's so homophobic and so stupid, but it's 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 reduced to a level of embrace. I agree. We all know what happened with the wine cave, but I want to know where my invite went. You do not have the economic what I don't know what the word is. You don't have the financial means. Who who does? Who got those effing invites? I want to know who got the invites. Power millionaires bro- and billionaires. Power brokers. And who decided what that list looked like? What happened? What happened and why didn't the normal person or anybody with 
a million dollars get invited? Well, it was nine. It was a nine hundred dollar a plate affair. So if you can afford a nine hundred dollar a plate affair, you can go. Whatever you know, he probably would have let in Republicans if they were willing to pay that price. But also, he when in his defense during the debates, he when. Elizabeth Warren attacked him. He pointed out that she's done the same type of stuff in her her earlier points in her career. Yeah, and, and that's she, fair. He he was prepared for that attack, but he still did it. He didn't fully defend himself. He just said, "Well, you used to do it too." Yeah, and, and yeah, she did. But then she saw the light, and and she decided she wanted to keep those corporate sponsors out and i agree with these you that's people true. yeah these people that are giving you a lot of money they might ex- expect favors or something in the future is there any report about who attended that meeting yet i didn't see anything i'm excited to hear look. i'm excited to hear who actually paid that money but you know what if there ever was a candidate that i was super super into and i volunteered and really got involved maybe it's somebody i went to school with or somebody i know that could become president I would dedicate all that time and I would want to be an ambassador of a pretty cool country. Like that is a pretty sweet opportunity. I don't know if it has to be always economic, but through your support and through your hard work and labor, I would want to be able to secure an ambassadorship of a Caribbean island or a Western European country. That is something that sounds quite appealing and fair to expect. It's a slippery slope though. So, okay, this person gave a lot of money so make them an ambassador. But then what? Oh, well, this person gave a lot of money and he works for the prison system. So, You're you right. know, maybe I'll, I'll nudge, nudge the uh, privatization of prisons a little bit in his favor. You have candidates like Bernie and Warren who take a very firm stand on that. I think Elizabeth Warren has stated bluntly that no one will be buying ambassadorships with political donations. Okay, well, yeah, I was saying with sweat equity. So you think that they will reward the people who help them on their campaign trail no i think they'll give it to people who are qualified nothing more nothing less so do you think that elizabeth warren never be an ambassador chief of staff for her campaign how is that person going to be rewarded they'll be the chief of staff of the white house or you know a senior advisor to win the presidential race means you have a top-notch team if you're capable of such an incredible feat you'll want that team with you in the white house what are some other wine cave type dinners that could attract big donors well, Yang, we know, is someone who has outpriced us for wanting to just show up. What was it? How much was it? In the hundreds. 250 or 300 Yeah, it's in the yeah. hundreds. It's just yeah. not, you know, for the average person who's curious and could be potentially swayed, it would really have to be no more than $30. Here, here's the other thing, too. So you're holding an event, and it's, let's say, it's $300 a plate. How many people are going to attend versus what if you hold a rally and you have thousands of people that are only giving a few dollars or $10. Or so, no dollars like you did on Saturday. Well, so that's what Bernie did. So there were 14,000 people in attendance. How many of those people do you think gave 10, 20, 50, $100 just, just because they felt the burn? And, and how ha- good is the food? I wonder what the food is like at a $900 I'm sure plate. it's top-notch food. Like, what's top-notch food? I've eaten amazing food, but I, I don't know what would ever qualify for $900 at a political... Probably a Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> probably just like a cold steak i do want to talk about pete and some more i <laughs> are you a robot <laughs> i want to talk about pete some more <laughs> that was funny so he was attacked by warren and he defended himself pretty well and pete and amy klobuchar also went at it what did you think about that go kevin you first 
I think I originally did not like Klobuchar, and this was probably two months ago. And I saw the nervousness, and I saw the hair bouncing around, and I think that turned me off. But most of what because she, you're bald. But most of what she has said recently, and how she has delivered, has impressed me. And I also continue to rely on the idea that she can reach across aisles. And I also rely on the idea that she has not attacked the other party as a whole, the way a lot of other candidates on the democratic party have attacked the other party. So I do think I still kind of believe that she might be the one who can walk in there and say, I'm going to shake your hand. Let's get some stuff done. I think she would make an amazing VP select. I believe she's set herself up for that. I can't imagine her being the, the nominee and that being an effective choice, but she is in it to win it in that, in that regard, I think it's as VP. And to talk about her relationship with Pete, I think she did a good job of saying experience does matter. And I heard today on a program that Pete's mayoral city is as big as Burbank. And can I tell you in Los Angeles, each of our city councilmen cover an area of 250,000, a council member. While Mayor Pete may say there's a spectrum of diversity and whatever. He is class president. And that's really the amount of experience he has over a large population. Hang in there, Pete, for other positions in politics and rise that way. But it's not his time. There is a baseline. I mean, he's he's still the mayor of a legitimate city. A hundred thousand is decent. And a mayor has a lot different responsibility than a councilman. There's infrastructure, there's police, there's infrastructure, (laughs) there's police. There's a lot of things that he has to focus on that council members don't. And and when you're the mayor, it's just the mayor. The, The city council is something separate and you're part of a team of people. But he is the chief executive of that city. You don't need to diminish it. I understand that it's not a huge city, he has considerable responsibility and is an important executive position. And I'm really excited that uh, his high school prom is coming up uh, and he is the president. So he gets to make a speech at that class prom. president. Yeah. At that he prom. is the class president. I just think it's kind of when you really think about the population of the city, he's mayor of, I think it's presumptuous to make that huge of a leap to be the leader of a, a nation of 350 million is what you say is the population of the United States. And then when we're the leader of the free world, that means the world. I'm sorry, Mayor Pete, you need to wait. Maybe you can be the governor next, be a congressman next. I just wanted to say a couple things about Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar does very well with moderates. She's in a moderate state a purple state and she does very well within that state and she's trying to make a case that she can bring that to the rest of the country and she's only proven herself within one state the state of minnesota and she has nothing proven in any other state do you think prince would have voted for her if he were alive no i think prince would have voted for like bernie yeah bernie or kamala maybe no, he wouldn't have done Kamala Corey? at all. What about Corey No, Booker? that's racist that you assume <laughs> the people of color he would go for. You're right. I'm extremely... I think it would have been Bernie. The other thing about Amy... I, I like lost my train of thought. Oh. And that's the end of this episode <laughs> of Millennials. We've had a great time with you tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year, New Decade, 2020. See you, folks. <laughs>
Adios. <laughs>